A mouse. Get it. Garfield, you didn't even try. Show me a good mouser and I'll show you a cat with bad breath. Hello and welcome to I Don't Like Mondays, a husband and wife podcast where we review all of the Garfield strips one after the other. Um, There's 41 years of Garfield. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of Garfield. <laughs> it, some would say too much. That's too much Garfield. Uh, we are hosts. I am Guy. I'm Kat. Hello. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm you... just... I'm struggling to get this one. You, you looked surprised by that. Yeah. like I, I was prepared, fully prepared to come to this recording, kind of acknowledging that we've been really negative the last couple of episodes. It's easy to be negative about things, you know? It's easy to, to make jokes and wisecrack about things in a... Yeah. It's always harder to be funny or to to say something critical in a in a constructive or. Nice it's always way. harder to be positive. Yeah. It's it's easy to and get I, chuckles. And I of. came to this recording with that in mind, fully prepared to have a little bit more of a positive tone. And then I read this strip, and I can't even get my head around it. It's not even. It's not look with the first two. I mean, sure, you, could, you It's a very obvious gag, but there's a gag nonetheless. I I can't even identify a. A supposed joke in this one. Well, un- unfortunately, I can. Um, a bit of background in case you're jumping into this Garfield-themed podcast in episode <laughs> three rather than episode <laughs> one. Again, I don't know, but why would you listen to this regardless? Uh, this is a one-take, no-edits podcast because we want to put in the same amount of work, effort and thought that we believe Jim Davis put in into his cartoons. We are currently on the third ever Garfield strip. This is dated the 21st of June, 1978. What were you doing? Which was a Wednesday. Which was was, a Wednesday. What was I doing? What were you doing on the 21st of June, 1978? I was minus six years old. Well, happy (laughs) nothingth day (laughs) for that day. You know, I don't think my parents had even met. Did they not? No, I think they got married in 79, um, and they met six I, months before they got married. They said six months? Was this like a green card thing? No. Bloody hell. No, and my mum used to be engaged before she met my dad. She was engaged to a man named David Bowie. Not that one, obviously. Okay. Cool, what a silver fox your father is. My, my parents were knew each other for years before they got married, but oh, yeah, that's well, for reasons I'm not going to discuss on this podcast. <laughs> Um, right, so if you're reading along at home with us, don't. Uh, but yes, 21st of June, 1978. You can find this by going on Garfield.com, proving that you're an adult human and not a human child. Or a dog. Or a dog. And then... He's, um, he's still there looming in the top left corner yeah. asking if we're having fun. Are you, well, are you having fun yet? We're on our third recording of this. I know, I've got, I've got a glass of Pims. Um, just in the interest of full disclosure, I'm having a very anxious day today, so... Um, I'm bringing. I like to think that I'm bringing a kind of degree of existential angst to this comic that it probably, maybe doesn't deserve, or maybe does. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It could be. It could actually be thematically appropriate. Well, I mean, it, we're reviewing a Garfield comic. If that's not going to make you look at the series of decisions in your life that's led you to this moment, there is something true, actually, fundamentally yeah, yeah. wrong with you. Fundamentally flawed. I, I mentioned this podcast to an acquaintance of mine, and he said, "Oh, that sounds like a lovely thing for a couple to do." Whereas to me, it sounds like the absolute bottom of the barrel thing that, like, a marriage <laughs> counselor would suggest. Somebody who's just been tearing their hair out for months and months and months of therapy, and is at the end of their tether, and they just left for you. Like, fine, fuck. <laughs> Start a Garfield podcast, you pair of fucking pricks, and get out of my office. 
Um, we paid a thousand pounds for this. You will fix us yeah. with your degree. I quite like you. Oh, it's all right. Um, I like you too. I don't like Garfield. I don't like Garfield. Well, no. I, again, this is a thing. See, it, it it's been going so long that it kind of occupies a nostalgic space. Um, a friend of mine had a lot of Garfield comics in her house, and you know, mm. sort of compendiums and stuff. And when you were those kind of weekends where you just you just had a you you have sleepovers and all the rest of it and then you just you just don't lie around doing fuck all in the company of your friends and it was lovely and we just sort of lie around you know hanging upside down off the sofa reading Garfield and it was dreadful but there was something I have positive associations yeah it's probably the blood rushing to your head that was doing it it's the plural of compendiums compendia or the plural of compendium compendia where does it come from I don't know Latin you're Latin what was I going to say about Garfield? Compendiums. Compendiums. Oh, Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. That's what I was going to right, say. Yeah. It's, it's like a cultural form of Stockholm. Mm. In the way that when I was in my early teens, I quite enjoyed reading Dilbert. Don't okay. narrow your eyes at me. <laughs> um, Everyone's got at least one Dilbert collection in their toilet. We don't. Oh God, do we have a secret We've got Dilbert. A Dilbert collection? We have. Fuck off! No, we don't. We have, and it was yours. Ooh. We have everyone's got this is like you know Good Omens has been on the telly recently. And every everything and that's in every, a car. Every car, Queen. every every tape or C D that's in a car, doesn't matter what it is, will eventually become the you know, the best of Queen. This is exactly the same. At least one book in every toilet will at some point eventually become um, a Dilbert compendium. We do not have a Dilbert compendium oh, in our talk. We absolutely do Bring not. Bring me the head of Wally the mailman. Don't, don't, don't say that and look at me. No, that's the title of the one we've got. It's definitely, if it's not in the toilet, it's up in the front row. If I wasn't so committed to not editing this podcast, I'd pause this and go upstairs and check. <laughs> well, we uh, have. This is a Launchpad McQuack. You're a Launchpad McQuack. Should we explain a Launchpad McQuack? No, I think quickly? we should jump into the Garfield yeah, no, We comic. should actually talk about Garfield, really. It was what we're here for. So, um, panel one, we've got, uh, there's no John, but his voice is coming from off offstage, uh, saying, a mouse, get it. Um, in the picture, where you've got Garfield leaning, leaning on a footstool. Very loosely. Yeah. It, well, I didn't. I thought perhaps not loose. I think he's leaning like a sort of an elderly gent you'd find in a working men's social yeah, club, like right, well, in the actually, Midlands. Actually, now that I look at it, it is reminiscent of uh, someone propping up the bar, isn't yeah. it? You know, the the regular at a Weatherspoons who's there dead on opening time and, and <laughs> literally dead on opening time. Yeah. So I I grew up in a small mining village in the Midlands, despite how I sound and there was a working men's social club um, well there was a working men's social club and a miners welfare yeah the chair's a bit creaky yeah, it but I think it adds to the sort of haunted house atmosphere of this podcast yeah, yeah. oh yeah we're ghosts are we? well come on let's woo see if we were releasing this on Halloween that'd be great it's like, Ghost Watch 2.0. <laughs> Ghost um, Watch 2.0. Yeah, shit, Garfield. Two, well, yeah, but what if a ghost now, though? Craig Charles jumps out of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Craig Charles sounds like? The Wicked Witch of the West. I can't do it. You can do it better than me. Well, I'm not going to I'm now. Probably not. Sorry, Liverpool. So what I w- I'm not. What I was going to say. There was a miners' welfare club. There was a working men's social club. The miners' welfare club was behind our house and burnt down one day, which was a source of much joy and gaiety. It was like the, the most entertainment that the place had had in five pretty years, much. And then there was the jam pot, this working men's social club where I'd go to do some underage drinking and have a tin of snuff, uh, sitting around a pool table drinking a pint of watery mild. And without fail, there were three or four sad-looking men, a dejected mm. dog, and a fruit machine that may or may not work. Mm. They did a ploughman's lunch for fifty p. 
which was a, pla this is no word of a lie, a plastic little sort of pouch with two Jacob's cream crackers, a single silver skin pickled onion, and a dairily well, triangle. Yeah, and a dairily triangle. That's and that was, a school that was a lunch. ploughman's lunch. Imagine oh. the anemic ploughman. <laughs> like, there's three sheaves of corn that have been cut, and then he's just lying on his front going... <laughs> Anyway, Garfield in this panel, panel number one, he looks like one of those blokes. He's completely indifferent to the world yeah, around just him. Isn't he? Well, He's again. the embodiment of ennui. Do I, I need know, to explain? Do I need to explain what Garfield is? Because it feels like we've just done that bit. No, I'm trying to give. I mean, I know everyone knows that Garfield is the personification of ennui, but I think this panel is really establishing that character early on. We've got to remember that we're in early days here, you know. Oh, this, this is, is true, this yeah. Is, um, Broad this strokes. is This is This is Buster Keaton standing while the window falls around him, except the opposite in terms of skill and quality. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it does represent the establishment of tropes at an early stage. This is the first time we really see Garfield propping up the bar, only he's propping up the, the little footstool in front of the sofa. I'm not entirely sure if it's because I've just been using some quite powerful clothes whitening um, powder, but I've just taken a mouthful of this fizzy water and it tastes like licorice all sorts. Do you want me to try it for Am you? I having a stroke? Let me try it for you. Do you, maybe you should explain why I need to try it for you. Oh, so I've got no sense of smell um, because I bounced down a flight of stairs um, severed my olfactory nerve, but now this water tastes of um, delicious licorice. Absolutely fine. It's just, it's just. Water. Maybe I'm having a stroke, or I've poisoned myself. Oh God. Anyway, um, so in this panel, we see the return of the mouse that featured. No, it can't be because that was a rubber mouse. This is a real mouse. It's quite charmingly drawn again. Apart from its feet, if we zoom in on this. Oh, it's a little bit scarecrowy. Like it, it its feet are horrible. Mm. But the mouse again, it's quite. I think Jim Davis missed a trick here. Maybe you just yeah should have done a comic about mice. Mouses. Yeah. About mace. Mace. Uh, a comic about mace, because well, I'm from Morningside. I, I did genuinely just forget what the plural of mouse was and nearly said mouses. Geese. Geeses. Goose, gooses. <laughs> the plural of mice is sheep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Actually, I think you'll find it's octopus. Well, uh, sorry, I believe, I like to think that in, you know, my head cannon for Garfield, my Garf cannon, Field head. Um, John is standing on a on a footstool in mm. the kitchen, sort of clutching his. He's got a traditional broom, mm. uh, and he's waving it. Yeah, none of this is is on screen. We're making our own fun. Yeah. Uh, the mouse is running. It's in the sort of first third of the panel. Garfield isn't deigning to look at it. He's got one paw resting on. Do cats have knees? I reckon they do because elephants yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's one thing I know, because elephants don't. The cats wasn't aren't that, elephants. Wasn't that Sega's marketing slogan in the early 1990s? Cats have knees because elephants don't. Yeah. 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 Um, so he's got one hand on his cat knee, the other hand resting on the the footrest thing, and he's sort of watching it's where a mouse was. Yeah. yeah. Um, panel two. Oh, we've covered panel one quite quick. Oh, no. Beyond that, there's a, there's an unimpressive chair in the background, which does feed it's into not, panel two. It's not too bad, although the perspective is a bit funny, aren't it? But, like you, you can know, tell it's a chair. Yeah, you can tell it's a chair. Um, panel the, th the smoke has gone. The smoke's gone, yeah. Apparently they've cleared They've opened that the windows, which is yeah. how the mouse got in. Yeah, presumably. Or that, or they opened the doors. Which would also let them out. I mean, yeah. it's fundamentally the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but we, we need to make sure that we've covered all the bases. I think that's critically important, yeah. Okay. If we're going to do this, we should do it thoroughly. <laughs> if we're going to do this. Uh, uh, which, yeah, looks like we are. Yeah, I, I think the second panel, actually, um, I'm going to say, you see, I spoke at the beginning about being positive, but actually, although I think the general standard of this strip in terms of the joke is very low, 
Um, I quite like the way that Garfield is looking up in this in this panel. Um, so Garfield has um, kind of extended his neck slightly upwards. He's brought both of his paws together, as if almost as if he's kind of he's resting them in the manner of. He looks um, a bit like he's steepling his fingers. He does, yeah. He looks like he's steepling his oh, fingers. Oh, cats don't and have fingers. No, his little paws. Um, and he's he's looking up, sort of. Uh, dismissively. As dismissively, but as if to pay attention. And I think that's quite charmingly done. Now. It's, it's a controversial opinion, I'll grant you. What I would say for this one, it's this exists in a sort of quantum state for me. It's both a particle and a wave. It's right. both a particle of shit in that it's a, like the cat is bad. It's really wobbly. He's got the horrible dewlap things that we mentioned oh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. We, and like it looks like he's got a testicle on either side of his face. It's really bad. It look it's all wobbly and it's unsettling. However, when you look beyond that, if you you can you can see the dismissive look of a cat. However, I don't think that you can see the dismissive look of a cat on Garfield. I think it's the negative space presented by Garfield's. It, it's like listening to jazz. You listen to the notes that aren't played. If you look at the bits of the cat that aren't drawn. That's a dismissive cat. It highlights them by their absence. I think I see where you're going with in this. In the way that Sartre is... said, you could like the, the way you can prove nothing is if you're looking to meet your friend in a cafe and they're not there. You're looking for them and feeling the absence of them, so you can sort of right. tell an absence. Okay, so and we're I'm... feeling the absence of two shits given by this cat. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm feeling the absence of a representation of the absence of two shits given. I'm not feeling that. Are you not? No. Do you think that that genuinely... No, I don't think it's accomplished um, by any stretch of the imagination, but I am going to be positive here and say, actually, I think that's quite a charming little drawing. Yeah? Yeah. I think the rest of it is a bit dreadful. The dew lapses we've discussed are, are really upsetting. Mm. But if you compare that, say, to the Garfield on the top left, the, the clinical, sanitised, mm. um, product-friendly, vectored Garfield that we've come to expect... I think that this is this is clearly hand drawn. It's got a little bit of wobble to it. Um, it it's it's. I I think that's quite a charming little drawing. The rest of it is dog shit, but that that's nice. I'm okay with that. He looks like Orson Welles on a ride at Alton Towers. <laughs> you know the really fast one, Rita. Can I just say he looks like Orson Welles who's about to go on a ride at Alton Towers and is having the ride explained to him. I care not for this. <laughs> Oh man, if we can get Werner Herzog to like guest on one of these episodes, he'd do that, right? I think that would bring about the end times. Yeah, possibly. It's the uh, harbinger of Armageddon. What, Werner Herzog? Yeah, the seventh seal is opened and he, he trumpets his opinions about Garfield. I don't think he'd play a trumpet if you paid him. He'd, not, he'd no. dismiss it as brass tomfoolery. A, a brief frippery, mm. a distraction. Um, the only thing else, other thing I'll say about this, because considering we're never going to agree on panel two, where's the chair gone? Oh my god! I hadn't even noticed. Where is the chair? Right, the mouse has gone, and that I understand because on panel the one there's a little gone. there's a little wiggly line suggesting that the mouse yeah. is on the trot, and so Garfield, you didn't even try. Time has passed. And the mouse has obviously gone to do whatever Murie Garfield's business. Garfield's looking in the other direction and therefore has no interaction with the chair. Has the chair disappeared? Maybe the mouse has nicked it. <laughs> it just carried it off. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm in this. Yeet. I think that perhaps 
that chair is very annoying. I'll have to change that for the next podcast. Um, I don't care. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> um, I think that because Garfield is no longer looking at the chair, um, every, nothing in this world has object permanence unless Garfield is considering it. God, Lord. Yeah. That chair, the chair has literally disappeared. Absolutely disappeared. And I, I think it also tells you something about the capacity of the human brain to suspend its disbelief that I didn't notice that until you pointed it out. Did you not? Me. No, I just didn't you notice it. You are not casting a critical eye on this. No, no, well, as I said, I'm, I'm sort of having a bit of an anxious day. So it's most of my brain power is, is um, caught up with... Uh, fretting. Try, yeah, fretting and trying not to run around the house screaming with my arms waving in the air. That's fair enough. Um, you did say that this was um, like a pleasant... Like a pleasant yeah, cat. Yeah. You can, as it says there, uh, Garfield stickers from stickeru.com. You can make a sticker. Or you can get a Garfield... Garfield... Garfield. Any Garfield comic strip on cool, personalised products. I don't want this on a mug. I really don't want this on a mug. I mean... Thank you. What happens if you get one of these on a mug? If I get... But I don't want it. What are you doing? Just looking up Listen, anagrams for... Listen, this guy looking at his phone. What? I'm looking at anagrams for Garfield. Fair enough. Um, but there aren't any. Yeah. There's fragile. No. But that's not a word. No. Um, so, yeah, that's the second panel. Um, John is admonishing Garfield, who is sort of looking up to pay attention, but not really giving it his all and saying, Garfield, exclamation mark, you didn't even try. Yeah. What character. Mm. Hey, look at him. <laughs> Garfield. Garfield. You scamp. Um, oh, and the third the third panel contains um, the punchline. Yeah, the punchline, and also uh, this comic's um, Garfield Bible Compendium. Yep. Verse. Uh, we have the date six twenty one on this one, which means that this is therefore the um, uh, canonical yep. verse. Uh, six six book of Garfield. Book. Yep. Yep. Chapter twenty one. Yep. And Garfield didst see a mouse and ignore it, for he is Lord. And lazy. <laughs> and he did say unto himself, for he thinketh rather than speaketh, show me a good mouser and I'll show you a cat with bad breath. What does this mean? Okay, imagine uh, chewing a mouse. But he chewed the rubber mouse yesterday. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't have innards. That doesn't have innards, does it? Imagine right. chewing a mouse, it'd burst, and then you get all the inside and outside of a mouse. Mice, dusty, bit gross. Dusty. Their feet... Sometimes, as if you often you clean. That's true. I'm not saying like they gather dust, but they sort of accumulate it as they walk through. Oh, imagine if they dusted for you. I mean, that would be nice, and they'd have little pinafores on. But oh. that's not what we'd know. Oh. oh, yes, they would. They'd have little pinafores and tiny little hats. And one of those little mop the hats. Little mop yes. Hat. <gasps> How charming. <sighs> yes, and they'd be called like Mrs. Brambles. Mrs. Brambles. Oh dear. Oh. So, yeah. So, so what I'm going to do now is continue talking about eating a mouse, and that will now upset you because you've thought of a cute mouse. Yeah, it probably will. Yeah. So, the, like, the upshot is, if you ate a mouse, your mouth would be gross because you'd have all the bits of a mouse in it. And mice not great at the best of times. And then when you chew them all up a bunch with their feet and their fur and all their innards, that would be like hella gross. Right. I, see, I think I think I get where we the kind of discrepancy between our interpretation of this is happening. See, I can pass this sentence. The, the meaning of the sentence. <laughs> Is not alien to me. Okay. I understand the, the the all of the words there. They all make sense in sequence. Oh, has the causality broken for you? You you just thought he was like using that as a slur. You're a cat with bad breath. No, no, that's not not the case at all. I just I think what 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 I'm struggling with is placing that sentence, which is a full sentence mm. that I can pass, 
in the context of an apparent punchline. Well, he chose not to catch the mouse. It's not a punchline. What you can extrapolate from that that he's a vain cat. But that's not a punchline either. He looks really smug in this panel. Well, he's okay. He's um, he's he's an aesthete. 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 I think we'll go with Aesthete. That's like the name of a vape shop. <laughs> uh, like he, he's he's an epicure. He's a dandy, a fop, a, a dilettante, and so rather than expend the energy of catching a mouse, eating it, and then being totally gross, he'd rather retain the fineries in life. This powdered the dandy. Fritteries. Yeah. He does have the expression of a powdered dandy, doesn't he? Mm, like like he, a, a mole he, of a beauty. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't look out of place with such as a powdered wig on his head, or. Um, a little beauty spot in the shape of a heart. Okay, now I'm just picturing Garfield with a powdered wig on his head, a beauty spot in the shape of a heart, patiently waiting for the blade of Madame Guillotine to drop <laughs> as, as he spits invective at the crowd of the poor. Let them eat lasagna. Oh, no. Who's that in the revolutionary hat? Is it... Is it by any chance John Arbuckle? <laughs> Pitchfork reared high in the air, leading the people, the salt of the earth, towards the Place de la Guillotine. Will anyone save our hero Garfield? Is it the Scarlet Pimpernel? No, because that's Odie with his tongue lolling, dripping saliva down his you front. Know, there's, there's, there's hundreds, literally hundreds of thousands of comics that we got to get to. It wouldn't surprise me if at some point John, uh, Jim Davis had touched on Garfield as revolutionary. Or as victim of revolutionary circumstances. I was going to say, I can't see the Garfield comic being a particularly sort of like a call to action for the downtrodden working class. No, no, but I, I, I mean, there must be an allusion to it somewhere in there. Well, we've got. Is it is Garfield effectively the bourgeoisie, safe, the safe for work Rule seventy four of comics? What's Rule seventy four? Not Rule seventy four. Rule thirty four. If if it exists, there is porn of it. Well, no, I know what that is, obviously. Not an idiot. What, what I mean is that Garfield has been going so long that it has touched on every single cultural Like an kind infinite of number point. of monkeys on an infinite yeah, number of typewriters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 41 years of potentially... Unless he did... Could you, could you drink in a more noisy way, please, Sorry. for this podcast that neither of us my, are going to edit? Getting to the bottom of my pims. Um, there's no mint in this. Thanks for that. Anything else? What else isn't in your pims? <laughs> There's no lemon bar either. We've got some in the garden. I might put some in there. This is like that picture of not an ant that you showed me. <laughs> uh, guy, look at this picture of where an ant was. It was great. And it's in, just a picture of a wall. In my defence, it was a really good ant. Sure. And it was there a moment before. And I couldn't get a picture of the ant. So I thought the next best thing <laughs> was to show you a picture of where an ant had been. Wildlife and then, photographer and then of the year. And then describe the ant to you. It was memorable. Well, yeah, but not all things that are memorable are necessarily <laughs> good. Um, do, anyway. you, do you have anything else to add to this comic? Because I think we've about milked this particular wizened teat for all that we can. Not really, other than to say it's just sort of the epitome of bland, isn't it? It's, oh, yeah. It's deliberately inoffensive. Um, and I know that, again, there's almost a tautology in talking about, you know, Garfield and, and deliberately inoffensive in the same breath, but... It really does exemplify just how little effort Jim Davis has put in to this. It's it's like he's just kind of lazily gestured towards a pen and and a bit of paper, scrawled something down. Oh fuck it, that'll do. He's, that'll he's do. phoning it in, isn't he? Oh, it? he's phoning it in. Yeah, and as I say, I, I, I'm 
It's just in the spirit of not being completely... Um, What's that? Oh, some drawing mistake, I think. Or a okay, fair enough. Yeah. I just thought like maybe there's something... Either that or it's meant to be his chin. Kind of. This is a little bit underneath his, uh, underneath his muzzle on the picture that's just above one of his paws, and it does look either like a little bit of an error or perhaps where his, you know, his double chin is supposed to be touching. Or a hangnail. Or a hangnail, maybe. As I say, I, I do prefer these earlier strips. I prefer the style of them to the much more clinical... Um, cynical, I think, um, representation of Garfield as we know him today. The the middle drawing is quite charming. Even the third one, with its dreadful non-punch line, actually has something of charm to it. The I think smile is yeah. Like, quite, I'll, I'll meet you on that it's one. It's quite sweet. That's that's okay. If I if I saw that drawing out of context as a little cat just sort of looking, Look, looking smugly, smug on a, on looking a... smug on a thing, I think actually that's quite sweet. That's a nice little representation of a cat. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm okay with that. that. Is, oh god, it's taken three strips, what? and now at the end of the third strip, we're like, yeah, I like that. No, that's no, good. No, I don't think. I like, think credit ten, where credit's ten due. more strips, and we'll be like, oh, Garfield, he ate a lasagna. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be starting a Garfield theme park. Oh god, is there a Garfield theme park? There's almost certainly a Garfield theme park. Next time we should talk about Ooh, those telephones. I bet there's a lazy river. The telephones that washed yeah. up on the beach. Let, that, well, that's something times. for you yeah. folks to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, just before we wrap this up, uh, Kat, do you want to give the suggested keywords that you can search for on, the, yep. on today's? Okay, project? so today's suggested keywords are coffee. Mondays, mornings, and vet. Lovely, thank you for that. Um, tune in tomorrow. Tune in, click it, do, come, listen tomorrow. Watch. watch. Yeah, watch tomorrow uh, for a brand new episode. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at BrainMage. I am at Wangleberry. Also on Twitter. And you have been listening to I Don't Like Mondays, <laughs> Garfield podcast. Uh. <laughs>